Hey, Speakeasy listeners, it's the Strategy Series. Minisodes that give you an actionable shot in the arm on marketing, media, and management. Grab a cocktail or not. Here we go. Hey, Jen, I know since I've gone through my own process of a rebrand with Redhead that it's kind of a two-part process, and I didn't expect that going into it. Can you tell me the difference between rebranding and launching that brand? Absolutely, and it's a really huge difference. And it's funny because over the course of years, we've found it to be one that clients don't recognize. And the earlier you think about it, the better off you are. So, you know, project number one, of course, is creating your brand. And this is what everybody thinks about. It's time to rebrand. We need something new. It either could be just a portion of your brand, like an updated vision or a new logo, or it could be a whole platform redo where you're really talking through your position and everything about your brand. And that's the part people understand and they budget for it and they think it's a finite thing. And then what happens two-thirds of the way through the project, the client suddenly thinks, well, we have to put this out there. When are we going to do it? And how are we going to do it? And what's that going to cost? And that second project of launching your brand is a whole other ballgame. Yeah. When I went through my, I want to hear more about it because when I went through my own process, I hadn't I found myself being faced with questions from your team. Like, well, are you going to, how are you going to roll it out? Are you going to have a party? Do you know what date you want to do this? You know, are you going to have swag? How are you going to treat the internal rollout versus the external rollout? So help, help me understand or help everybody understand how that unfolds. Sure. And the funny thing is um, what, what people don't 100% understand but I think it's clear after they listen to the grocery list that you just put in is a launch is a marketing problem. So rebranding is your brand problem and thinking about who you are and what you do. And we've talked about that quite a bit, but the launch of your brand is not actually a branding job. It is a marketing job. And so you have to think of it accordingly. You have to look at it as um, sort of there's logistics. There's what audience do we tell first? How much do we want to spend? What do we want to get out of our rebrand? Some organizations, a rebrand isn't isn't news. You could be the kind of organization that puts a new brand out, people look at it and go, oh, that's nice. And they go go about their day. So for many organizations, it's not a huge deal. You don't have to do a heavy lift. But for other organizations, you really have to think about where your focus is. And you really have to think about what audiences might think. Are feathers going to get ruffled? Will people feel any sort of loss when your brand changes? Will they have an opinion about it? Uh, we see this a lot with big organizations. Uh, GM did a rebrand in early 2021. Is that right? Yeah, I think so. In early 2021, and people definitely had opinions. So if people feel, if your audiences feel like they have a stake in your brand, they're going to have opinions. And so you you really sort of have to assess, number one, where you are as an organization. Are you an organization for whom you can you can put out a rebrand and it's not so big of a deal and you can handle it with your audience with a few one-on-one conversations and maybe pointing to the new resource on your website? If so, that's great. There's the second kind of organization for whom your audiences won't be too upset, or they won't their feathers won't get ruffled in any way, but it's a big opportunity. So if you have really refocused mm-hmm. what it is you do, or you want to tell the story of your organization and use that as an opportunity to gather market share, a rebrand is a really great opportunity to get a little bit of attention and a spike in engagement. And then there's sort of a third type of organization for whom your audiences, internal or external, have 
very strong feelings about your brand and will be very upset if you move their cheese. So you have to look at this not only as a significant opportunity, but also as um, a place where there could be you know, big pitfalls that you have to avoid. So really the first job is assessing what kind of organization are you, what do your audiences think, and then plan accordingly. The next thing to really think about is, is timelines. And this is where I think clients need to start thinking about their brand launch early and understand that some things that are beyond your control could take three months, four months, even more, up to a year to be able to launch effectively. So you have to think about um, how your launch wants to feel. Do you want to be very cohesive and the switch flips on everything all at once? Or do you mind if there's a rollout and a little bit of your old brand is out in the world while other things are new and exciting, which could have some confusion for your audiences. So that's something to consider when you think about your timelines. And that's why I like for clients to think about launch early. So the it's not thing- just about that fun, creative part up front, the part that gives you butterflies. It's it's much deeper than that. Yes, it's much deeper than that. And and like I said, the that the fun butterfly part is a brand problem and it's a really great exercise and most clients feel very good about it. Of course, it's expensive, it's time consuming, it's sometimes hard to uncover who you are as a brand, but it's very fulfilling. Launching and the opportunities and pitfalls that could come with it as a marketing problem takes a different set of considerations and a different budget and a different timeline. So clients need to really think through if they have audiences that are engaged, if they have audiences who will have an opinion, um, you have to think very carefully about how you're going to treat those audiences, what support they might need from you, what stories they might need from you. Um, what will your why be when people say, why did you do this? You've got to have a good answer. If audiences say, I don't like it, you have to be able to respond to that with grace. Mm-hmm. If audiences say, why didn't you do it this way? Or I could have done it this way. Or any of those things that they could do. You need to be able to anticipate those and have those stories at hand. And then comes the opportunity, right? So many brands, when they are reconfiguring who they are and how they present themselves, that is based upon an internal look at who we are and what we believe in. So oftentimes, you know, a brand refresh isn't just making a new logo, of course, but it, it might have a strengthened vision. It might have a new set of values. It might be a different commitment to the audiences you serve. And if that's the case, then you have deep stories to tell mm-hmm. and you have an incredible amount of marketing opportunity in telling those stories. So you don't want to put planning off until the very end. And I can speak from experience when I say that uh, if you're going to go through a rebrand, having the right marketing partner and making sure you have experts who not only are going to do a really good job at the creation of the brand, but provide really good counsel on, on launch and have you think through all of those steps is so critical. Where can people find this information, Jen? Well, we've got a pretty good um, write-up for it on redhead.studio, our website, so you can go check that out, of course. And just really what I want to put in people's minds is, remember, it's sort of two budgets and it's two things to plan for. So when you're ready, think through both of those aspects so that you can be successful. Thank you, Jen. Wise counsel. Thank you. Thank you.